0: Hey, 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 everybody. Today, I want to dive in and just tell you the top five mistakes that you may be making as an online entrepreneur because I've been doing this for almost a decade and I want to make sure that you avoid these mistakes. So stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast, and now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. So being an online entrepreneur has its perks, it has its ups, it has its downs, but there are mistakes that a lot of people make online, and unfortunately, if you don't know about these mistakes in advance, you could be making them again and again, which will cost you a lot of time and money, and you will not get clients. So the first mistake that you might be making is worrying about your website before you even get your first high paying client. The thing is, you can get clients by tapping into your social media profiles and your following and using other people's audiences. When you leverage other people's audiences who have a similar audience to you, then you are putting yourself in front of a lot of people. They don't care about your website. People aren't coming to your website unless you have your SEO set up, your search engine optimization. So having your website is not going to be a way that attracts your target market. And when you spend your time and energy worrying about your website, you're actually pulling your focus away from the money generating activities that will actually get you clients. So if you don't have a website yet before you have your first few clients, that's totally fine. A lot of my clients don't have their website up till maybe a year or more into their business where they're signing clients consistently and then they can take that money, reinvest it back into their business and create a really beautiful website that they love. What I also find a lot of entrepreneurs do, especially the creatives, the healers, the coaches, the you know, people who have tons of ideas. That's who we are, entrepreneurs. We're the creators of the world. We focus on too many things. You want to have too many programs. You want to be on too many platforms. You want to help too many types of people. You have too many different marketing strategies. You've bought too many courses. You're following too many things. You're chasing that next shiny object. And that's not going to bring you to success. That's going to bring you to overwhelm. And you're going to have a watered-down strategy that doesn't work. You have to see things through focus one thing at a time one strategy one major program that you're in one platform that you're spending your time on one program that you're promoting one thing at a time so many people come to me before joining my marketing with intention program and they are all over the place and from day one we say listen One thing at a time. Get really good at that and then you can add something else on. This is a huge one. I'm really, really passionate about it because it may be the thing that is stopping you from seeing the success you desire. The third mistake that I see people making all the time is that they are trying to do paid ads way before they are ready. They might get a little bit of money, they sign on one client, they get really excited and they put that money into Facebook ads or into Pinterest ads or YouTube ads or Google ads or whatever ads and I'm telling you, you are throwing money away if this is your strategy. Paid ads are there to amplify what is already working. So if you have one client that signs on and you're so excited and then you go run some ads, you're literally throwing money away. The other thing is ads are expensive. If you're not making a minimum of $25,000 a month – You shouldn't be running ads. They're expensive. So if you only have $250 or $500 to put into Facebook ads, for example, that amount of money is not going to produce enough data that's going to give you the information you need to know what to change, what to tweak, how to do better, and actually bring leads in the door you need a minimum of $3,000 to $5,000 a month to run Facebook ads effectively. And it is a full-time job. I don't care what anybody else says. Yes, you can boost a post. Yes, you can put up a quick little lead ad. But you need to be in there every day. You need to be testing the data. You need to be understanding the data so that you know what to tweak, you know what to change, you know how to improve it. Because ads are not just set it and let it go. You can't just leave it there and hope for the best. An ad doesn't stay awesome by doing nothing. It stays awesome by continually improving it, changing things, taking the data, taking away the things that didn't work, adding on to the things that did. It's a process. So it's a full-time job. And if you're not a full-time Facebook ads expert, then you need to hire one. So now we're talking three to $5,000 monthly ad spend budget plus the person that you're paying to do the ads or the agency fee. So if you're not making $25,000 a month at a minimum, you don't need to be running Facebook ads. Organic marketing is the way to go 100% until you've reached that level in your business and then you can outsource that to somebody else. You're investing the money from your business to get someone else to do it and also have an ad spend budget. The other thing is sometimes you might put in $2,000 to ads and say, yay, I got that amount of money. I'm so excited. I'm ready to run ads. And then that money runs dry. And that second month is a really critical month. In fact, the first three months of running Facebook ads or any type of ads are really critical because that's where you're going to gather all the data that you need before you even see the success, before you see the return on your investment. So if you only have enough money to do it for a month or even two months, you are throwing money away. You're wasting your time and you're going to create stress and you may get one or two hits there and here, you know, maybe a client comes through the door by chance But it's not amplifying what's working because you don't know what's working. So if you have a content piece and you're like, well, I didn't get a lot of engagement. Let me put some ad spend budget behind it and reach a bigger audience. You're actually pushing out a post that you already know doesn't do well. So you're amplifying the negative post. Instead of having an amazing post that gets tons of engagement naturally, hundreds of comments, and then you say, that was an amazing post with lots of engagement. Let me amplify that with Facebook ads. So that's a big no-no. When it comes to running a business that is actually profitable, many entrepreneurs find themselves making costly mistakes and leave thousands of dollars on the table each month. Join my Get Client Sales Sprint right now. In this interactive sales sprint, I'll challenge you daily for three weeks with actions that get you closer to your next client and guide you through all the steps you need to follow in order to have a business that actually grows your bank account. If you aren't profitable, you have an expensive hobby and it's time to change that now. Time to pay yourself the big bucks, my dear. Get yourself into the Get Client Sales Sprint today at getclientssalessprint.com. See you there. Number four is not telling your clients what's in it for them. A lot of times we talk about our certifications and I have this and that and I'm a Reiki master and I'm a yoga instructor and I've also done this and that and I can read your Akashic records and I have a life coaching degree and a health coaching certification and I did this. Your clients don't really care about that. What they care about is how will they benefit From what you are doing. And a lot of times your social media posts that I scroll through only talk about you and why you're the one. Or your sales pages talk about why it's important to follow your strategy because you know best. This is all egocentric. But if you want to sell your services, you need to sit in their seat. Your prospect client's seat. What are they sitting on? They're sitting on frustration, overwhelm, they're struggling, they're tired. What is that emotional connection that they have that that fuels them to want to read through your sales page because they possibly want to buy? Why do they want to buy? What are they hoping to get out of it? So instead of saying, I've been running my online marketing agency for almost a decade and I'm an author of four books and I have a team of 20 people – Get in my Marketing with Intention program. Instead, it makes more sense for me to say... I know you're struggling without getting your first client or maybe you, you're you having this feast and famine cycle and you really want more clients and you're struggling to find clients online. You want money so you can have freedom, so you can do the things that you love the most, so you can spend time with your family, so you can give back to your community, so you can make a big impact in the lives of your clients. I know where you are. I used to be where you are now. And that's why you want to join my Get client Sales Sprint. Because once you join, you're going to have the tools, the strategies, and the step-by-step understanding of what to do every single day so that you can have your first or next few clients by the end of 30 days from now. That's why you want to join my Get client Sales Sprint. Do you see the difference there? One is about me. One is about them. So when you're talking about your service, you want to talk about them. Don't tell the client, why they need to listen to you. Tell the client what's in it for them, what they're going to get out of it, what that transformation is going to look like on the other side of working with you. And the last tip that I have, the last mistake that I have that I see spiritual entrepreneurs or online entrepreneurs make is they are not paying attention to the data. Now we did talk a little bit about this with the Facebook ads. But data can be collected during every single part of this process. You can collect data on how many people you spoke to. How many people responded to you how many people you told your offer about, how often you followed up with people. You can collect data on how many people went to your landing page, how many people purchased from your landing page, how many people went to the page but didn't purchase, how many emails you sent, how many emails were opened, how many emails that were opened actually had someone click on a page, how many people that clicked on the page actually scrolled through the whole page and clicked on the link to get them to the next step, how many people who got to that next step actually purchased. How many people who purchased also bought the upsell? Every single part of the process from meeting a stranger to becoming a client and to continuously buy more things from you after they became the client the very first time has a data point. And if you can collect data on every single point, every touch point, then you're going to be able to improve your process wildly. Because if you think about it, if you don't have any of the data and things don't work, you don't know why. You don't know what's not actually working. But if you have a data point for every single thing and you're collecting it nonstop, religiously, all the time, consistently, and something isn't working, you have tons of data to look at. If you're going through this process a hundred times or a thousand times and everyone drops off on step five, we know the problem is in step five. So all we have to do is fix step five. So collecting data is so important. Data tells a story. Data tells you what is working, what isn't working, why it's not working, what time it's not working. And it allows you to know what needs to change. For example, if somebody opens your email, you know that your subject line was good. If someone doesn't open the email, we know we need to change the subject line. Not that our program sucks, not that our sales page is bad, but that the subject line of the email isn't good. Or if you're inviting people to calls and everyone says yes, but you're not making sales, well now we can say, okay, we're inviting people to calls so we're getting the people there, but we're not making sales. Does it mean our program sucks? No, it probably means you're either inviting the wrong people to the calls, you're saying the wrong thing on the calls, or you're not giving value about your program while on the calls. And in some small cases, it could mean that your price is wrong. So these are things that you now can pinpoint so you can fix them and make your process better. So understanding your data and paying attention to it is really, really important. These are the top five mistakes that you might be making as an entrepreneur. And I am curious which one of these mistakes resonated with you. Are you making all of them? Are you only making a few of them? Let me know and don't forget to join my Get Client Sales Sprint so you can follow my step-by-step program. It's 30 days long. It's a 21-day challenge with a little bit of prep work at the beginning. And every single day, it's a challenge. I'm going to send you an email and tell you to do this thing. There's a video for you to watch. There's some action steps for you to take it comes with workbooks and all of that and you just do that action that day. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen 6 months from now. You don't have to worry about what am I going to do in 2 weeks. You just literally follow the daily challenge step and you're going to have clients signing up with you in 30 days. All right, I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the marketing tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Oh wait, before you go, I've got a super special invitation for you, so listen up. Join thousands of spiritual women, entrepreneurs,